Well, it's the dreaded SATs. Or for us, Noah, back in high school, the dreaded ACTs. Ah, it doesn't matter. We blew those off anyway. But here at Bayside High School, the gang is all settling in to take the SATs. And as we find out, this test can really go a long way as far as shaping your future. Now, this episode has three very key co-stars that uh, definitely we need to bring to light before we get going here. We got Mark Blakenfield coming back as James the actor, Susan Osborne as Mrs. Helen Billingham, and the always lovely Christine Taylor as Heather Brooks. What's your favorite Christine Taylor movie, and why is it Wedding Singer? Well, of course it has to be Wedding Singer. There's nothing else out there. I mean, Ben Stiller's wife, uh, she was on an old Nickelodeon TV show called Hey Dude. That cannot be just forgotten here or left to the wayside. No, that must be talked about. A great show from my childhood as well as this that we're covering Say by the Bell. You're forgetting uh, the Brady Bunch movie as well. Um, so no, this <laughs> This show originally aired... November 16th, 1991. We're, of course, knee-deep into uh, season three here as we're kind of rounding it out with a few more episodes. Then at the very end, we're going to go back and do the beach episodes, which I believe um, the DVDs kind of keep as its own season. We're just going to keep all of it as part of season three here. Um, this episode, SATs, was written by our good friend, Bennett Tramer. We did an interview with Bennett, and if you want to hear that, it is um, on our YouTube channel, Ignitro Entertainment. You can hear that interview in its uh, entirety there. And Noah, we open here. It's a Saturday morning and they're at school. So here is proof positive that Saved by the Bell does showcase events that take place on weekends. Only in this case, it's still back on the sets of Burbank at Bayside High School. So we're still not moving off the sets on weekends. We're back in school this time to take the dreaded SAT. Yeah, Saturday morning and we're in school. Depressing, isn't it? Uh, Zach has to take a <laughs> test called the SATs. But... He'd rather be at the beach working on his T-A-N. And uh, that's obviously where anyone would rather be than staying in their school, uh, taking a test, an SAT, an ACT. Uh, Clint mentioned off the top that neither one of us took that. We blew it off. I did, however, have to take a placement test. And uh, without revealing my level of genius here, all I'll say is that math 40 is not the level of math one should be proud of taking (laughs) at college. Uh, and so with that, we'll just move on and get back into the show because, uh, that is, uh, not one of my more proud moments in life. Uh, Jesse, she said she's been waiting for this test her whole life and she's a mean, lean answering machine, Stansbury university. Here she comes. Stansbury, of course. And I'm guessing we're going to go ahead and draw the comparison early on to another, um, highly thought of school, uh, on the West coast, uh, Stanford. I'm guessing Stansbury is standing in for Stanford here. Although it doesn't really make sense because later on, we're going to be talking about an actual college, which is Harvard of the Ivy league. So Stanford Stansbury doesn't matter. There's no Jim Harbaugh on this episode, but I love how they kind of go to each uh, cast member as and goes into their heads about what they're thinking. Slater is starving. Uh, he only had four Twinkies and a box of Ding Dongs for breakfast. And um, meanwhile, Zach's only thinking about this girl that's sitting over here, which is the lovely Christine Taylor. Absolutely stunningly just drop dead gorgeous. I'm sorry, Christine Taylor is... Um, I don't know. She's she, she's up there, man. Uh, it's great to see her here on Say by the Bell. I can't lie. I, I'm I'm floored by this. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that, I couldn't believe. I mean, back when I was watching this, I was like, "Hey, from Hey, dude, what's she doing in here?" Uh, but yeah, she plays Heather Brooks, and she is just 
like you said, just stunning. And Zach has taken notice of her. He can't believe it. He's like, Belding was right. This test is important to my future. Who is that great looking chick over there? And so immediately Zach has his eyes set on this new girl. And uh, But first, we got to get through this test. And they, the gang, they take it. And then they meet at the max. They got to find out their scores. And in comes James the actor. Uh, they perform cats in dog suits, but he quit when they started throwing bones at him. Uh, so it's not going well. He's still working at the max. Screech goes first, and he gets uh, 1,220. That's pretty good for this test. I think the best is 1,600 you can get. Kelly, she's got 1,100, of course. Lisa, uh, 1,140. Slater comes in dead last year at 1,050. And then it's time for Zach. And he opens it up. 1,502. And Screech said, wow, Zach's even smarter than Doogie Howser. Zach must be lazy, but he's no idiot. And so that was a great line from Screech. I love those. He's bringing in Doogie Howser, another reference of a great show back then. Yeah, but we're not through yet because everybody is sure that Jesse is going to ace this test. 1,600. She opens it up, and much to her chagrin, it's only a 1,205, so this is going to kind of start some resentment on her part. She's going to be doubting herself. Only a 1,205. Zach, who never studies a second in his life, got a 1,500, so Jesse, a true intellect, is going to just find herself kind of on the losing end of the stick this entire episode. Meanwhile, Heather Brooks um, introduces herself to Zach. She's impressed with um, his score, and Zach says this is going to help him score. And I just, I got to let that, just not let it resonate for a second. Um, yeah, so um, totally on board with Zach here. Um, Christine Taylor is about as uh, just war eagle as it gets, man. I, I'm sorry. I, it's like one of those deals where you, know, you, you spend so much of this show fascinated by Kelly. She's just absolutely stunning. You've seen so many just beautiful actresses, you know, come in on the show. We're going to see even Denise Richards, our good friend, Patrick Muldoon's ex-girlfriend, coming up here in one of the beach episodes, but Christine Taylor, I, she, she might be as gigam as it gets. I'm, I'm, I'm marking out here. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't hold back. You are, you need to go get a glass of ice water, cool down, put a fan on you. Uh, you are all hyped for Christine Taylor and with good reason, my friend, but we move on. We digress. We try and uh, separate ourselves from that and try and get our composure back and focus in on this episode because like you said, Jesse's losing it, and Kelly and Lisa are trying to calm her. Saying they look at for other things after, like school activities, and I mean you're on student council, like that's got to count. Like Shirley Stansbury or another great school look for you. Just calm down, and Jesse finally agrees. She's like, "Yeah, why should I be worried? I did much better than the two of you." Well, I mean, not much better. I mean, considering you're both cheerleaders. I mean, cheerleaders are bright. They they have to jump and yell at the same time. Just. Horribly offensive things saying to her friends over and over here. And uh, Lisa finally tells her to shut up. Uh, she can't take much more of it. Well, Heather, by chance, is now interested in Stansberry, which means Zach is too. Uh, Heather actually asked Zach out on a study date. And uh, Zach replies, of course, study dates are his specialty. He's been working on these things for a long time. We think back to some of the stuff he's tried to pull with Kelly. He's going to try one with a girl named Melissa back in the last season here. That's going to cause a fight between him and Slater. But here it's Heather. Belding in the meanwhile is calling attention to Zach, calling him Mr. SAT. He uh, introduces Zach to Mrs. Bellingham from Stansberry. He reluctantly puts in a good word for Jesse Spano as well, but she just blows Jesse off after hearing her SAT score. Because as we know, 
That's really all that matters. That test alters your life. If you don't pass that test, you might as well stay home and pack it up. Absolutely. I mean, you have got to get a 1500 or just you're going to community college. There's really no other option for you. But like you said, I mean, uh, Miss Billingham just sits there and tells Jesse to go talk to other schools who are perfectly adequate. They'll be just fine for you. But all she's concerned about is that score. And Zach says he's got a study ga- study date he's going to go to. And Jesse says, all you're going to learn is the flavor of Heather's lip gloss. And uh, Zach pipes in, yeah, isn't it great? And so we're back to this. This Christine Taylor and Zach is just focused on, you know, I'm, I'm pulling her in with this study date, but my whole focus is getting to kiss her. And like he says, his score is going to help him score. Did you notice in that scene at the Max, they're all drinking orange juice out of a tiny glass? I did notice that is in my notes here. <laughs> like what? What was happening there? Why orange juice and why out of just a tiny little glass? I've never seen that before. It's always, you know, a Coke and a burger. They always, I, I, I don't know. That one just kind of stuck out. But Mrs. Bellingham's not done blowing Jesse off. She does it again when she comes into the max while they're drinking the orange juice out of a tiny glass and offers Slater a football scholarship because recruiters from universities, academic recruiters, have the gumption, they have the wherewithal, they have the power to offer a football scholarship on the spot. This is not the head of recruiting. This is not an assistant coach from Stansberry. (laughs) Helen Billingham is ready for Slater to sign on the dotted lines, and she's going to give him a car to do it. Committing a a class one NCAA violation, Stansberry will likely not be bowl eligible for the near future, and if things go even worse, they might even get the death penalty no, there's so much to unpack here. I just got to take a second. Wow. We've just committed um, fraud here. Slater's going to get a car. Yeah, I mean, Slater's like, boy, good thing I didn't tell her about the car. I mean, sanctions are coming down the pike for Stansbury. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're wondering if uh, Miss Billingham talked to a coach or something. Like, hey, I've got this guy here. His name's A.C. Slater. He says he plays football. And they're like, yeah, we've looked at the tapes. Go ahead, offer him a scholarship. Offer him a car. Whatever you got to do, we got to get him to Stansbury. But Jesse just can't believe it. She's like, but you had 1050 on your SATs. So he's like, well, I guess if you can throw a football 60 yards, it doesn't matter. She's like, football? Football? Is that what this is about? Yes, Jesse, that's what this is about. We know Jesse's not a fan of the game. We've already covered that in Breaking Up. It's hard to undo the famous line about uh, the sport being a bunch of barbarians kicking each other's butts. Um, but in the meanwhile, Belding has a new schedule for Zach. He believes you have to challenge a young mind like Zach's and that he's never been challenged before. Zach is in all nerd classes like college-level Russian. <laughs> Can you just imagine the horror of your life turning upside down from taking, you know, like us, we had like three PE classes in high school. Like we had basketball, weight training, team sports. And then all of a sudden you're in college level Russian. You're in nerd classes. You're in there with Franklin Finkley. You're in there with Herbert Hodas and Ollie Creakley and probably Screech. This would turn someone's life upside down. And Zach is not having it. (laughs) No, he is not. He was also enrolled in advanced calculus. Uh, I just could not imagine my life. And Zach just like leaves. Like he's kind of forced out the door and he's left there. Like, But Mr. Belding, uh, and then the door shut on him. I'd be banging on the door, like jiggling the doorknob. Like I must get back in here and change this. I'm not taking college level Russian. He's never taken any Russian and Belding just, you're jumping in here like college level Russian. They're expecting you like, that's all you talk. As soon as you get in the class, it's just Russian and advanced calculus. Like I had a horrible enough time through just basic algebra and geometry 
calculus that that's not happening, but we move on. Heather's coming over to Zach's Kelly interrupts because she's worried about Jesse and Zach's like, is she alive? Yes. Is she hurt? No. Then I'll call you later. See ya. Like I've got a study date here with Heather. I'm focused on this. We've got dim lights and we've really set the mood here. Yeah. And I love the line where he says that, uh, to try to play this off to um, Heather, he says that it was a very aggressive Girl Scout and they'll be receiving cookies in about a month. <laughs> <laughs> I love stuff like that because in Saved by the Bell, if you notice scenes like this, little things, they never can just tell the truth of what just happened. It's like Kelly just knocked on the door. They always have to make up some kind of a story to kind of make the situation go away. Kind of a little nuance about Saved by the Bell that I love. But he's putting the moves on Heather he offers to give her a massage, and then her boyfriend Bob comes in. Hi, Heather. He needs study help, too. And Zach just slinks back on into uh, his a seated position. He knows this is a disaster. Heather is just using Zach for his mind, something Zach never wanted to be used <laughs> for that. I mean, just can you imagine the horror? So the date is off the rails. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever had a situation like this where you kind of misconstrued a date and something like this happened. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm sure it's happened at least once. I'm sure something like that's happened or just I, you're starting the massage and then they're just like, and you think things are going to go further and then they don't. And that's what happened to Zachary's getting the massage, the mood lighting. He's like, okay, we're progressing here. Things are going to happen. And then boyfriend Bob comes in and it is just dead from that moment on. And Zach's just sitting there. Now he's got to give study tips and help them out. Like, we moved to the next scene after that, but I mean, if you think about what happened the rest of that night with Zach, Bob, and Heather, just Zach, just horrified. Just <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just I study, uh, look at a book. I <laughs> well, meanwhile, Jesse has resigned from all of her positions, including honor society, student council, yearbook, and radio station. She even turned in her all pass because it's all worthless. Because the system is broken. Jesse is not getting where she wants to. She has worked her whole life and she feels that she's being just thrown out with the bathwater. They enlist the help of James to pretend to be a Harvard recruiter that is interested only in Jesse Spano. James is um, overacting a bit, depicting himself as an East Coast Ivy League elitist. Sir, I had over 1,500 on my SATs. <laughs> a single test, one lucky morning, you think? Harvard is impressed with that slice of academic baloney. No, we're looking for a straight-A student, the student council president, the yearbook editor, and here at Bay Dock View side, you have the second world into one, Jessica Spano, the find of the century. Man, you're not fit to shine Jessica Spano's shoes. Why don't you go over to Mrs. Billy Gucci's and sandwiches? Excuse for the university. We don't want you at Harvard. You're very... As a matter of fact, we... Don't go. Yes, your present is an insult at Harvard. I... I... Would you hurry up? We don't want Jessica Spano. Well, after that, Helen has changed her tune. She's now Stansberry's number one choice. How wishy-washy can someone be? I don't know if I'd want them to be in charge of my football recruiting, certainly. Um, <laughs> Jesse realizes that James was behind it all. I felt like that gag was blown way too quickly. Like James is just trying to whisk out the door and Jesse just runs into him and she's like, James, is, is that you? And he's like, no, no, Jesse. And it's just like, okay, the gig is up. They set it up, obviously, to get her into Stansberry, but Helen has bought it and she still wants Jesse. 
She does, but now Jesse doesn't want her. She's like, if you're that wishy-washy, like you said, I don't want to be a part of you. I don't want to go to Stansbury. I'll find some other great school that'll want me. You're not the only school out there. But the craziest thing to me is that Slater turns them down too. a full ride football scholarship to Stansbury. He was all excited about it, possibly a new car. And he just immediately just, yeah. And that goes for me too. Like, I hope that Slater just did that for the sake of like, uh, Jesse, uh, maybe she'll really thank me later and, uh, we can, uh, have some action here, but, and then he walked out with her and then came back. Like, I was just kidding. I really want that scholarship. I'd love to be at Stansbury and help your football team. I'm hoping he did that. Well, now James is back, and he is Stanley Allen Taylor, S-A-T, and he's got something to say to Mr. Belding about Zach's new schedule. Chairman of the S-A-T board? Yes, Stanley Allen Taylor, S-A-T. Oh. <laughs> I've come here to talk to you about Zachary Morris. We at the testing board are worried sick about him. Worried? Why? You don't know, you poor fool, do you? We at the testing board have discovered that those students who score over 1,501 on our test are performing terribly in college. They are? Yes, because unenlightened, putty-headed principals are burning out these bright minds with extra work. Hopefully that's not happening here, is it? I thought that you had to challenge a mind like Zach. Precisely wrong! Only a misguided twit would burden a brain like his with extra studies. Or what should I do? Give him no homework. Allow his mind to think freely. That is, of course, if you care. I care. I care. <laughs> I, I you gotta love James. I know that I've talked poorly about James uh, in the past, and you know what? He wins me over when I watch this particular episode. Um, the way he's just like the physical comedy of this, the way he's sideways uh, on the desk as he just gets closer and closer to Belding's face as he's uh, urging to give him no homework. <laughs> you've got the beard coming off. You've got all this these antics. I mean, this is one of the most over the top humorous laugh out loud gut-wrenching scenes in say by the bell history ever the the crowd the live action audience is losing their minds laughing zach comes in dressed um as an intellect he has taken on his new role as a nerd it's so over the top and outstanding zach says he's enjoying bonding with nerds and hours of extra homework he sees james's beard starting to peel off which is uh not scripted and he starts laughing um, breaks character, begins laughing while saying that, no, I, I love school. Belding insists he needs time off. And uh, that whole scene, just kind of take us through that, what your thoughts were watching this again, because man, I, I, <laughs> I have to be honest, that's one of my favorite scenes in the entire series right here. It really is. I love James. Unlike you, that uh, this single episode you like him in, I, I'm a big James fan. And him being the Harvard recruiter was great, but this in Mr. Belding's office, like you said, almost horizontal, leaning over the table, getting in Belding's face was amazing. And then just, yeah, he pulls off the beard and to show Zach, hey, it's me. Like, he didn't know. Like, we've set up this whole plan. This was the whole thing. I know it's you. Why are you taking your beard off and showing me? But then he tries to put it back on. And uh, a few moments later, it completely just kind of falls off his face. And he's got to put it back on real quick. And Zach, yeah, he's supposed to be. This isn't the regular Zach Morris coming in. 
that can laugh this off. He's supposed to be stuffed shirt and, oh, I've changed and I'm very studious and I'm loving these classes and all this work. And But no, he's sitting there laughing because the beard is falling off James's face and he can't keep his composure. He's breaking character. And it is, like you said, just the crowd is laughing. I'm laughing. It is just over the top, unbelievable. And yeah, it's got to be one of my favorites in the series. And underrated acting by Dennis Haskins, who at the same time has to pretend that he has, you know, Zach's interest at heart. He's acting his way through this. Like, I care. I care. <laughs> I love Dennis <laughs> Haskins. He's just a small part kind of in this episode, but it just all comes together. I do feel like the plan was a little, we don't really see much of how it was constructed. It's just like, we don't even know it was going to happen actually. You know, they they talked about how he was going to help them get Jesse into Stansberry, but then we had no idea about this plan. Was there like a deleted scene where they say, okay, now you're going to be Stanley Ellen Taylor SAT and get Zach out of this homework? They never say it, which actually turned out for the best. They go right into the scene. Great stuff. Again, we've talked about so many episodes. Season three of Saved by the Bell is utterly fantastic. I mean, this is the reason why you fall in love with the show. Episodes like this, it's a one-off. We've said that a lot this season because it doesn't continue any storylines. It's not part of some bigger story arc. That's not what Say by, by the Bell is about. This is just a laugh out loud. It's got it all. You've got Christine Taylor guest starring on this. You've got Mrs. Bellingham. You've got James back. It's all a huge hit for me, like putting a bow on this episode, man. I'll tell you, that I'm a mark for this. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I don't know where, you know, I'm uh, I'm trying to rank it here, but I don't know. For me, uh, it still holds up big time. I just, I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, the physical comedy by James, uh, Christine Taylor being in this as Heather was great to see. Just that kind of uh, someone that turned out to be a really big star and now Ben Stiller's wife and someone I had seen in the old Nickelodeon show. Hey, dude, uh, just seeing her in this. I remember even back then and just to this day, it's crazy seeing her in this episode. She did a great job and uh, just I love the character of James and then Zach breaking character at the end. Mr. Belding's acting at the end uh, was beautiful. And so. This episode, wrapping it up, I mean, where does it stand? I think it's got to be in my top 10. I probably can't say top five, but just from start to finish, Jesse being knocked down a few pegs off her high horse and <laughs> and seeing her struggle and freak out. And uh, I always love that. She always thinks that she's got everything under control. She's so smart and uh, she's got her future planned out. And just to see her knock down a few pegs and see her panic and her future and not everything lining up as she has it planned out is great. And uh, seeing uh, Slater getting this football scholarship and and that really kind of grinding the gears of Jesse. I just love it all. Just everything was a big hit in this episode for me. It indeed was. And I hope everything's been a hit for you turning into our. It absolutely is. And I hope that um, everything that we've been doing has been a big hit for you guys, because as we are speaking now, this podcast, the Save by Nostalgia podcast has reached the top 40 in podcasts in the Netherlands. Thank you to all of our Dutch companions <laughs> for listening to this show, making it a top 40 show in the Netherlands. I never thought I'd live to see the day. We hope you guys enjoy everything we're doing. We have had such a blast breaking down Say by the Bell. We are heading towards the home stretch here of season three. We have some big guests coming up. The next episode we're going to be covering is a two-parter. It is Palm Springs Weekends 1 and 2, and we've got the return of the show's creator, executive producer Peter Engel is going to be coming back to reprise a very important line. Not only that, George McDaniels, who plays Jesse Spano's father, is going to be joining us to talk about all the zany antics that happened on this episode that is unforgettable. 
Noah, filmed away from the hallowed halls of Bayside. We're going to Palm Springs, and I can't wait to go. I will meet you there, my friend. Absolutely. I will see you out there in beautiful Palm Springs, and we will be at Jesse's dad's wedding, and we're going to see the gang. We love it when they get away from Bayside. They go out, and they're somewhere else, and we've seen them in a the mall, and now we get to see them in beautiful Palm Springs, all gathered together in dresses and suits and just... Uh, Screech going after Lisa. There's just so many things here. It is going to be great. I'll see you there, my friend.